Hello everybody, welcome back to today's episode of the Chicago Talk Podcast. Let's start today's episode off talking about the Bulls who were defeated by the Milwaukee Bucks last night, 127 to 106, now dropping their record to 45 and 34. The Bucks now improved to 49 and 30 for the Bucks. Uh, this is now a this is a win after a loss to the Mavericks on Sunday. So they continue to play some very good basketball, but the top six teams in the Eastern Conference, including the Bulls, have all clinched playoff spots. The Bulls are in the sixth seed, are in the uh, sixth seed right now after the Raptors passed them, but they have clinched a playoff spot for the first time since 2017. So there is some positives to this loss. However, um, another another pretty bad game in this one. Uh, now the Bulls did actually manage to keep this game quite close until the fourth quarter when the Bucks uh, pretty much just started just outclassed the Bulls towards the end of that game. I think it was pretty obvious. Uh, Bulls were sort of out of gas and uh, for them, you know, it was a, it was a tough fourth quarter for them. They didn't you know have a chance to really lead it all in this game. Uh, but still for the Bulls, not another, no, another poor game, no, another performance where I feel like there could have just been a lot more done. So the Bulls end the season 0 and 4 against the, against the uh, Bucks on the season. Nikola Vucevic, not a great game from him. Shot one for six from three and shot three for 19 from the field. An incredibly poor game from him. Seven points. And he's very similar to Kobe White, where if he cannot score efficiently, he has really no value because defensively he's not very good and he can't really rebound at all. So there's no real, real reason to have him out there if he's not able to produce that well. We did see Patrick Williams uh, play a pretty nice game in the starting lineup, put up 18 points, was actually the Bulls' second leading scorer behind DeMar, who put up 40. Uh, another you know, solid night for him. He continues to really improve to start showing a lot more, uh, I guess, a lot more comfort a lot more comfortableness in the uh, in the offense. So we saw you know, early when he came back, you know, he wasn't really looking to take as many shots, almost a little hesitant. And now we're seeing him definitely improve on both sides of the ball. He's starting to become a lot more confident. Played 31 minutes in this one. So uh, you know, Patrick Williams, a pretty solid game for him. DeMar DeRozan did his thing. However, uh, right now, Bulls just, I mean, they continue to slide here. We did have some positives from Nikola Vucevic. He did actually get called for a technical foul after a hit on Grayson Allen. Allen tried to drive into the lane, and Vucevic sort of knocked him down. And it wasn't, it was not as bad of a, a play as I think it was made out to be. I feel like it wasn't even, uh, wasn't even really his intention to foul at all. I think it just looked a lot worse than it did. Uh, but it was, that was a bit of a positive there to see Grayson Allen knocked down after what happened to, uh, to Alex Caruso, but still Bulls find themselves in the loss column for the second straight game. They'll be taking on the Celtics tonight at seven o'clock and that's not going to be an easy game at all. Bulls in this one actually are expected to be missing Alex Caruso, who he has a left back injury. However, Zach Levine is expected to return in this one, as well as some other guys like Javante Green, who was questionable and now expected to play. So uh, there is a positive there getting Levine back. However, the Celtics have been one of the hottest teams in basketball. I mean, they're a team currently sitting in second place. We're sitting in the low lower in the Eastern Conference got really hot now sit at 49 and 38 and 2 in their last 10 so uh, this is not gonna be an easy game at all against this uh, this Celtics team tonight that game going to be at seven o'clock at the United Center then the Bulls will very soon be wrapping up the season heading towards the playoffs so there's a positive there 
Other news, the Bulls have officially announced that they are going to be shutting down point guard Lonzo Ball for the remainder of the season. So there is some negatives here to this playoff clinching ball. You know, we knew his his rehab had definitely been stalling a little bit. And whenever they tried to ramp up his production or ramp up the process, he just continued to have injuries or he continued to have uh, soreness. So losing him for the rest of the year is definitely going to suck, but I think it will uh, no, it will be great for him to be back to 100% next season No, not try to rush him back to the lineup to uh, sort of sink or swim with this Bulls team. So I think there is some positives to this. However, losing one of your better defensive perimeter players, as well as a guy who can shoot the ball quite efficiently, is uh, definitely going to suck. You know, not having him around for this uh, this playoff run, which was something I think most Bulls fans were envisioning was going to happen, will, will not be fun at all. But uh, having him back for the um, no for the next season is going to be important. Now let's turn to the Blackhawks, who will not be playing until tomorrow against Seattle. However, they did announce that they are recalling top prospect Lucas Reichel from the Rockford Ice Hogs. Reichel this season with the Ice Hogs has 49 points in 49 games. Rockford actually sitting in a pretty favorable situation right now, uh, near the top of the AHL standings right now. So uh, they're in a pretty good spot. Uh, but you know, having Reichel back with the Hawks, I think, will be interesting. I know it's it's sort of been a struggle for him early on to um, it's sort of been a struggle for him early on to uh, produce at an NHL level. And we've seen you no know, glimpses where he's you no know, showing good playmaking ability. But for the most part, we haven't really seen him do a lot with the Hawks. He's still pointless uh, in five games with the Hawks this year. So. I think, you know, I think we'll definitely see him become a lot more comfortable, but I, it will be interesting to see how long this, uh, how long this stint in the, uh, in the AHL or in the NHL is going to be for Reichel. Uh, but the Hawks next game, like I said, going to be against Seattle tomorrow. Uh, that game is going to be at the United Center at 730. Uh, then some other Hawks news. They have been officially eliminated from the playoffs for the fourth time in five seasons. So the Hawks continue a uh, a streak of a streak of of bad a streak of not good um right now hawks really just no no real need to i guess buy into competing this season i think if they were to commit to a rebuild being eliminated from the playoffs would not feel this bad it wouldn't no wouldn't hurt this much however this team has very little future and for them to be as bad as they are definitely not a positive uh the year is not over yet and we still have a lot of positives on this roster in particular dylan strome you know he's he's re-emerged under under um uh, Derek King. Then we have you no know, Patrick Kane and Alex DeBrinkett, both having Patrick Kane and Alex, Debr- Alex DeBrinkett like seasons. You no know, DeBrinkett went to the All Star game. We had uh, you no know, Seth Jones, even though he's you no know, he's on a horrible team. Where you know being on a horrible team, a defenseman like that probably shouldn't be a positive. But he you know had a really good season. He honestly had a great season from all standards. So um, still, I mean, there's a lot of positives with this Hawks team. Though there's just a lot of uh, there's also a lot of negatives, unfortunately. So uh, for the Hawks, you know, another another season where they're going to miss the playoffs. Most you no, know, without that pandemic, we probably would have seen them miss the playoffs the last five years. Um, and knowing if we don't have that pandemic, they would have missed the playoffs. Uh, but. Now, uh, Hawks look to you know, move towards a full rebuild, which I will like. I think that will definitely take the sting away from uh, being eliminated from the playoffs like this. But 
Uh, no, a tough, tough season for this Blackhawks team. I will get into grading the season uh, after the year is officially over. Uh, but now let's turn to the Bears and some potential wide receiver options with their second round pick or any of their picks, actually. Uh, so the first first receiver being Christian Watson out of North Dakota State. Uh, no, he is one of the top receivers in the draft. Uh, he has elite deep threat speed, tremendous leaping ability, you know, jump ball ability, and very underrated lateral movement. So uh, Watson's, Watson's a guy who I think could definitely dip into the first round. However, if, the, if he is there for the Bears it, with one of their second round picks, I think they'll definitely need to grab him. There was a lot of reports that Ryan Poles was actually targeting grabbing him. So I think that would be a great move for the Bears. Uh, next guy being George Pickens out of Georgia. We know Pickens missed most of last season with an ACL tear. Most likely would have been a first round lock without that. We know there's no. We know there's talent there. Uh, you know he's able to make a lot of difficult grabs. He's very strong. Very you know got a good body control as a receiver. Uh, so he also has great deep speed as well. And definitely makes him a very versatile threat. We know the talents there. It's just going to be re- uh, recovering from those injuries, which will be the question. Uh, then we have Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati. He's definitely been a big riser thanks to a very good combine as well as senior bowl performance. Uh, but the big concern with him has been his route running. However, uh, know he does still have very good speed. Uh, know he's able to produce very well. So um, I think he'd be a, no, another good option. Then we have Jalen Tolbert out of South Alabama and I feel like Tolbert's a guy who definitely will be right there when the Bears are drafting because um you know he's a guy who's had outstanding route running abilities no great release off the line um also has great ball uh ball skills so I think he's a very interesting receiver I definitely think he's going to be there I think it's just a matter of uh do the Bears really want to grab him with one of their picks in that second round then we have Romeo Dobbs out of Nevada. Uh, he's uh, actually Romeo Dubs is the name. It's pronounced Dubs. Uh, very easy to confuse that. Uh, he has great frame, uh, very solid size. He uses to his to his advantage. Uh, able to press through very hard coverage. Uh, very strong receiver. Uh, able to make you know good catches downfield and a good jump ball receiver. And also has some great speed to make him a very uh, dangerous deep threat. So I think he'd definitely be a very interesting option as well for the Bears. I feel like he'll be somebody who we'll definitely see in that, you know, in that second round area. And then the next receiver uh, would be Tyquan Thor or Tyquan Thornton out of Baylor. Thornton, we know him as the guy who ran the fastest 40 yard in NFL uh, in the combine. I don't know if it was in NFL history. It might have been actually, uh, but he's you known and got incredible speed. Flat out can just he can blaze through any defender. Uh, he also has great speed release against press coverage. He's also a taller receiver, which gives him some good coordination across the middle of the field. So we'll take a little bit for Thornton to develop. I feel like he's a bit of a project. He is still very small, uh, 180 pound, 181 pounds right now. But uh, he's a guy who, if you can you know, really develop him nicely, I think he'd be great for the Bears. Uh, sort of in a deeper, you know, in a deeper draft. You know, I guess uh, in the in the back half of the draft, probably uh, around five around five around six but uh that's going to do it for today's episode of the podcast thank you guys for tuning in and i will see you guys tomorrow